This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Student Leadership News Podcast. We're back once again. Last week, you had a public speaking episode. You're probably pumped to do some public speaking. Now we're going to tell you all the great things that are happening in the world of student leadership, all the great things that are happening around Australia and everywhere else in the world. And we are excited. We've got some great things to share with you today. But first, Caleb, you're with me. I haven't even told everyone that you're with me, but you're always with me. How are you going? I'm I'm here. Yeah, I'm really well, Cam. I appreciate uh, always being here with you. I'm excited to jump into uh, the three stories that we've got to share this week. Some great ideas coming out. Out of the world of student leadership as always but yeah. hey first of all i have a challenge for you okay is this a hard challenge uh we did it a little while ago you succeeded that time so i've made it a little bit more difficult this time oh, i want no. to play guess who guess who okay um, who am i you can what, call it either of those who am things. I? uh whatever it was i remember it not being that easy last time it was dick smith right it was that's yeah it was. there you go you remember yeah that's right I remember this that. time. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be the same thing. So I'm gonna read out some some sentences without giving away who the person is, and I'm going to see how long it takes you to, if you can, guess who it is. Now you only get one guess. So if you take your guess early and you're okay. incorrect, bad luck. I'll reveal the answer. So here we go. Okay. <clears throat> this person was born in 1941 in the town of. Albury, New South Wales. Okay, I know where that after, is, so that's that's a good start. I know where they're all yeah, born. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, after expressing a love for tennis from a young age, she moved, she, 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 moved to Melbourne when she was 15 to further her promising tennis career. Any guesses yet? Uh, she's a tennis player and... Oh, uh, I've got maybe someone, someone, but I don't even know if they're a tennis player, so... <laughs> Continue going. Yeah. Okay. Her tennis career went from strength to strength as she continually won Grand Slam titles in both the singles and doubles tournaments around the world. But the demands of full-time tennis took their toll, and in 1966, she announced her retirement from tennis. Then she moved to Perth, Western Australia. I feel like it may not be the best. Any guesses yet? Well... Can I ask questions? <laughs> uh, no, you can only go with what I've read so far. Okay. Okay, well, Next. there's no time. Uh, I guess there's no time. It's not like I'm doing this in a race against the time. So I'll continue going, no. but I think I know someone. Yep, fair enough. Okay. Uh... I'm looking for my next part that I want to read. After being retired from tennis for only two years, she made the decision to return to the professional circuit. Her outstanding career continued to the point where she claimed an incredible 64 major tournament victories, including 11 Australian Opens. Any guesses? No, I, uh, I know I know who it is, but I don't know the name. So it's the person I had in my mind that I thought it was. Um, I had in my mind, and I know she's not a tennis player, Dawn <laughs> Fraser, but she's a swimmer. Okay, are you <laughs> so taking that as your guess or not? That was no, that's not my guess. I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna try and remember because she's got a. Um, she's got. Does she have a stadium named after her? Oh, I'll read out the next sentence. Okay. She has been honoured by receiving both sporting and community awards, being featured on postage stamps and having a court named after her in Melbourne, which is the home of the Australian Open. Who is it, Cam? Ah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, what's, what's her name? Um, 
Oh, Margaret, Margaret, Margaret Court Arena. <laughs> Margaret Court? Is, it, is that her name? Is it, wait, is it Margaret someone else? Is that it? <laughs> Margaret Court. Margaret Court is correct. I don't know whether you can give yourself a ding, ding, ding and a round of applause for that or not because I had to give it to you. I'm giving myself a round of applause for that because I think <sighs> that I got it. I got it. I still got it. <laughs> it okay. took me ages. <laughs> I still got it. He says. I still got, I still got, it. got I, it. It's not okay. Dawn Fraser, Anyways, everyone. It's Margaret Court. I remember now. Um, I'll yeah. let the audience decide whether they're going to award you that point or not. I'm not awarding you that point in my mind. But anyway, so <laughs> Cam, let's uh, hope you let's hope you're better at introducing us to some of the best news from student leaders around the world than you were at guessing in that game. So uh, do you want to play the thing, and we'll get into let's, it. Let's yeah, let's get into our top three news articles that are happening in the world at the moment. Three, two. One. Top three. Okay, Caleb, the top three student leadership news things that are happening in the world at the moment. Number one, you've got it. What do you have? Share with yeah. us. What's the number one thing that's happening in the world, student leadership at the moment? Well, that's a big call. Anyway, this is my <laughs> What's favorite one. Thing one? Uh, <laughs> this call, this comes from the Victorian Student Representative Council, also known as Vic SRC. Uh, these guys aim to represent student interests from across Victoria. Now, first of all, before I even tell you what they did, I think we've maybe even talked about them before. They're, we have, That's yeah. pretty cool. I reckon that's a cool idea is that this group of students not only represent their students within their school, but their students within their state. Okay. So cool thing to do. Obviously during this time, uh, right around the world, interesting things happening for students, teachers, everyone involved in schools alike, where they're having to reconsider how school runs because obviously they can't attend physically. There's number restrictions on how many people can gather, uh, all sorts of different challenges. Now, some of the challenges that you may not think of straight away. Uh, a lot of the solutions are based on technology, uh, digital learning. Some students around Victoria and many other parts of the world don't actually have access to the kinds of things that they need, right? Mm. So internet, laptops, yep. a few of these things that we take for granted sometimes. Uh, not everyone may have access to these things, especially while they're away from school at home. So, uh, Anyways, that's an example of one of the things that these guys from the Victorian Student Representative Council looked into. So what they did is that they put a survey out um, as widely as they could um, across the state of Victoria to different students, and they've gathered all of the different things that students are most worried about. What I just explained is yep. one of those things. It came came up the top as one of the things that students expressed as a concern. And they have decided, and you can actually look at this on the Student Leadership News websites there in the article. It's right at the top at the moment. Uh, you can They put together what's called an open letter. Now, for those who may not know what an open letter is, basically it's a letter that you write to someone, but you also publish it publicly for everyone to read. So they wrote to the Minister for Education and they wrote seven recommendations based on all the data that they'd gathered from across Victoria wow. to the Minister for Education uh, about what that the government could do to basically make sure that students are well looked after during this strange time. Now, I thought that was an incredible That's amount incredible. of responsibility for a group of students to take on their own shoulders uh, and, and also to do something so, uh, in parentheses, I suppose, grown up as mm. writing an open letter to a, a parliamentarian. I thought that was fantastic. Have you checked out, have you seen this kind of thing before, Cam? 
I haven't seen that kind of thing, but I think the thing that stands out to me is I love that, um, you know, they looked outside of their school, but they were looking for the biggest needs. Like they were, and that's something that continually comes up when we talk about student leaders, the people who look for the needs um, of not only their school, but the people around them as well. And I love how they took underneath them the, the needs of everyone. And they said, you know what, we're going to make a difference and we're going to, we're going to change it. And uh, you know, the thing I love there is we're not naming just one person, but it's the group of leaders who are really wanting to make a difference. And so, I love how they've taken that approach. They've they've tried to make this difference. We'll see what happens from here. But I love that they've already taken the steps because sometimes, uh, you could probably agree with this, Caleb, sometimes as a student leader, you can feel like although you do want to make big changes and make a big difference, it sometimes feels a little too big or that there's things that you can't do because it feels so big. But I love that they haven't let that stop them. They've taken the right steps and they've made a difference in that way. That's awesome. That's that's a great that's right. first yeah, article. Really, really cool by these students, and and it's worth looking into. Like I mentioned, you can read the letter, um, some of the recommendations, because there's a great level of maturity about the way it's put together. Um, even acknowledging that some of the things that they're asking for may not be able to be guaranteed straight away. I thought that was really cool of them that's to good. be able to do as well, um, to acknowledge that mm. working with um, the government. But like you said, looking outside the needs of just themselves, just their friends, just the students at their school, to the whole state. Uh, very cool. So there's number one. Number one. Uh, I'll throw to you for number two. Okay, number two. I really like this one. It kind of takes place in Victoria, but mostly takes place in France. So what? we're now looking at a bigger, bigger world kind of stage. And what we're looking at is some students uh, who, who've tried to make a difference in the lives of some students in Victoria all the way from France. I mean, that just sounds like a big effort as it is but it's a really cool story and you can find it on the student leadership news website but it's all about uh some students who are from a school in Fromelles in France who have sent some gifts and some letters to students who uh attend Clifton Creek Primary School now because of the the recent bushfire tragedy that happened uh over kind of December time unfortunately the Clifton Creek Primary School students lost their school, but they've been oh. going to a, another school that is close by. They've been attending another school in their town. However, uh, a French teacher has found out about this and they've they've gone to their students. They've been talking about this and the students have decided that they wanted to do something big. Uh, and so they've been sending letters and they've been sending gifts uh, all the way to Australia to these students from Clifton Creek Primary School. Which I just think is awesome. Yeah, very cool. Talk about looking outside yourself. These guys have looked overseas as well to to people in need. Uh, I think that's fantastic leadership. Yeah, um, by the students. And, and one thing I really like. Else. One thing I really like there is well, <laughs> sorry, um, is that some of the letters were written in both French and English, so <laughs> a little uh-huh. bit confusing. And maybe now the students in Australia have to start starting up about French so that they can understand some of these letters. Who knows? But that's uh-huh. a little bit of fun uh-huh. as well. I don't know how your French is. Maybe uh, they but, uh, um, did writing about croissants. That's the French words that they're <laughs> writing about. Some food, maybe. The, the only French yeah. that I'm really familiar with. Okay, so that's episode. That's uh, that's number two. That's the second um, article that I wanted to bring to your attention because um, I think that is just absolutely awesome that there's students not only all around, like students all around the world who are during this time and during the time that has been who are trying to help other students. And so once again, students looking outside themselves, trying to make a difference in even sometimes a small way, just like a letter. I love that. That's a great way that students can yeah. make a difference. 
And you know what? I bet you those students at Clifton Creek will pay a lot more attention when they hear things in the news about things in France, for example. Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll be a lot more aware going forwards of how the people around the world are going after this experience and maybe they can even write letters back. Very cool. That's awesome. Uh, number three, Cam, uh, it is around an event that happened recently. In fact, on Wednesday, the 22nd of April. Do you know what it was? No, but I realized that was recently what happened. World Earth Day. Oh, actually, I did know that happened. I just forgot which day it was on. That's awesome. Well, there you go, World Earth Day. Did you do anything on World Earth Day? How did you know it was World Earth Day? I saw uh, a whole bunch of cool photos from around the world. um, Yeah. That just inspired me about how great the world is. So, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't and really about do some anything. of the things people get up to. Stayed at home. That's what I did. But um, yeah. but I did look at some cool things that are happening around the earth. But, Caleb, what do, oh, how does go. this relate to Earth Day? What did the students do in relation to Earth Day? Yeah, absolutely. So, World Earth Day, for those who aren't familiar, are all about Earth and how we can look after it. And in this particular example, it was the 50th anniversary of World Earth Day, 50th annual uh, event, uh, and the theme was climate action. Um, organizers saying the enormous challenges but also the vast opportunities of acting on climate change have distinguished this issue as the most pressing topic for the 50th anniversary. Uh, and obviously climate change, climate action, uh, an area that student leaders are way into. We've had several stories come across our desk here at Student Leadership News about what students get into um, when looking out for uh, the environment. So I've been looking out for stories off the back of World Earth Day um, and I've been looking for different things that students may have gotten up to whilst school looked a little different um, Mm. for World Earth Day. Uh, And I came across an article um, and we're reporting it on Student Leadership News about in Western Australia um, it was, so jumping to the other side of the country here, 15 Western Australian schools have been uh, given basically by the government, th- they split it between them all, $39,000 for projects that reduce the waste that gets dumped in landfill. Oh, now, awesome. there's, a, there's a bunch of different schools here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 schools sharing in that. Uh, Glad you can count to 15. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I counted. So there's 15 different schools that are sharing in that money that's gone out. And they're all, like I mentioned, going to different projects. And there's it's, what's really cool here is there's some private schools here. Um, there's some public schools that are in regional areas. So there's all different types of schools. Um, but they've all been granted some sort of money to basically congratulate them and encourage them to keep going with projects that they're working working on between the 15 schools all looks different. As one, for example, Mundijong Primary School um, has been granted money to purchase and set up worm farms in order to process the school's fruit and vegetable scraps currently sent to landfill. So obviously that's a project that they're working on at that school. So 15 different groups of student leaders from 15 different schools all working on different projects. The government's gotten on board. Uh, And I think there's a lesson in that, Cam. Yeah. Uh, As a student leader, what you're doing in your school might even be bigger than your school. So think about how you could get your community, your local government in this example, involved in the fantastic work you're doing, especially if it's around the environment and climate action, something that everyone's interested in, especially off the back of the 50th anniversary of World Earth Day. So you can check out in more detail uh, on the website what each of those 15 schools are up to, uh, but a really cool example um, of something important you could do off the back of World Earth Day. 
Well, Caleb, I absolutely love all those things. I think the thing I love the most is that student leaders haven't stopped doing great things during this time. And so reminder to all our listeners, continue doing those great things, continue making a difference in the lives of those around you and continue being those leaders that make a change. Now, something that we should mention going forward, Caleb, uh, next week, there is a podcast going out on Tuesday. So that may be different for a lot of people, but the public speaking series is going to move to a Tuesday because we've got a special episode coming out next Thursday. So make sure you tune in for that. That will be awesome. And you won't want to miss it. Caleb, you'll be back for that. I'll be back for that. But on Tuesday, public speaking, Andy and Ronan, they'll be running you through a whole bunch of things once again to make a difference in your public speaking. But for now, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming along on the journey to the uh, to the Student Leadership News podcast. And we hope that you continue making a difference in your life, in the life of others as a leader at home. So we'll see you on Thursday next week. And we hope that you enjoyed Tuesday's episode as well. Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news. Thank you.